chapter 2 lesson on humility and simplicity a few years back towards the end of the academic session i wanted my class to comment on my teaching it was uh, puna singh monga the class captain who stood up and said um, sir uh, i'm just wanting to say uh, i hope you don't mind my saying that you have very low self esteem sir Puna was not the only one to think like that about me. Even many of my colleagues felt that I was very mild-mannered and humble. They did not tell me directly, but deep down, they thought that I was a spineless human being. After all, in today's world, when being a big mouth and blowing one's own trumpet is one of the prerequisites of a successful career, anyone find to be mild and humble. has to be an exception therefore he is either considered to be a coward or too meek to really matter anyway let me get back to my college days my days at mac would have been mostly of the forgettable kind had it not been for the two factors i'll come to those two factors soon but before that let me inform your reader that my result at the hs was even worse than what i I had feared at the mathum. My sister, Mrs. Arthi Guha, was so worried that without waiting for the admission list to be out at MAC, she straight away had me admitted at Vidyasagar College for the honors course in English. In 1979, the performance of MAC in the HS exam was far from satisfactory, and I could secure only 43%. Despite my poor result. I had performed somewhat better in English, having secured nearly 40%, uh, 50%, 49.5% to be precise. To somewhere at the back of my mind, I had a very thin hope of being given preference over the outsiders for admission to the same course in my own college. My hunch proved right when the second list was, list was out, and I was much relieved to find my name at the bottom. Now of the two factors which shaped my persona, my character or being, call it what you will, the first one was my fondness for English. As a result, I started working on my English far more seriously than I had ever done before. For someone who never had the privilege of studying in an English medium school till class 10, Mac provided me with an inkling of the exciting and enticing world waiting outside. my late father mr jc bhattacharya an eminent english teacher by profession profession and my brother mr atish chandra bhattacharya who later on became the headmaster of a high school in calcutta helped me immensely with my english at around this time but the stand out event of the era was the fact that i came into contact with a man who was to have a profound influence not only on me but also on a host of other knowledge seekers in calcutta during that period surprisingly he also bore the same name and initials as my late father did and what is even more interesting to note is that they both spelled their names in the same manner i have already written a couple of articles about mr jc bhattacharya my teacher even then for the benefit of my late readership i'd like to introduce him once more He was a first class fast both in English and Sanskrit from the University of Calcutta and one of the only four living PRSs that is Premchandra Acharya scholars in India at that time 
very modest and approachable. He was the toast of the language teachers in, in, in Bengal at that time. He could go on reciting in his sonorous baritone voice, Milton's masterpiece, The Paradise Lost, for hours on without so much as having to refer to the book and his popularity was simply skyrocketing. I remember how students from other colleges in Calcutta used to come to Mac to attend his classes. So stated and always dressed in Dhoti Punjabi, the grapevine has it that when he got admitted at the prestigious Presidency College, Mr. Tarok Singh, the stalwart head of the Department of English at that time, openly showed his doubt about the prospect of this Jesse Bhattacharya. Presidency College in those days was arguably the best college in Asia and therefore dominated by the suited booted foreign return class. Naturally, Mr. Sain had every reason to be doubtful and apprehensive about the chances of this dhoti clad Pakka Bengali lad. When the result was finally out three years later, Jagish Bhattacharya proved every calculations and everyone wrong by not only securing a first class fast but also leaving the competitors far behind. Sir was and will always remain an enigma and I have never seen anyone since then nor am I likely to see anyone in the distant future with such a vivid memory. He could remember the name of an ex-student at the drop of a hat. He loved his students like his own. He was quite fond of my sister, Mrs. Aruti Goha, teaching at Mac at that time, and it was mainly at her initiative that the two J.C. Bhattacharyas could meet at 41 Deblin on a dusky afternoon. I'll never forget that historic moment when Jogis Babu paid a visit to my ancestral home. Standing near my father's easy chair while fanning him, he had undergone a surgery to have a pacemaker planted on the right side of his chest and suffered immensely during those prolonged bouts of load shedding in Calcutta in those days. I could not but marvel at the mavericks trying to gauge each other's personality, scholarly pursuits and tastes. Their conversation range on varied topics and give the term erudition a different perspective on that day. At the end of the conversation, Jogesh Babu, much younger than my father, stood up and bent down to touch his feet. Both of them, it goes without saying, were very impressed with one another. Other than my misdi, I stood a witness to this once-in-a-lifetime encounter of the two giants of Calcutta at that time. I must have disappointed him greatly not to have secured the honours marks. He loved me dearly and I am happy to say that in part 2 exam, with his notes that I had obtained from a dear friend, one Pradeep Ghosh, a Yuko Bank employee now, I could secure 50% in the poetry paper at least. Teachers like Jogesh Chandra Bhattacharya are being a rare breed now in this cutthroat rat race of the materialistic world. Had he been alive today, I'd have sought his help every now and then, not only due to his vast knowledge and panditta, but also for being a lesson, a name, a book on simplicity and humility. <laughs>